0: Hi, I'm Susan Clark. And I'm Chris Marie Campbell. Welcome to the Beauty of Conflict podcast. Have you ever wanted to take some of what you've learned on the podcast to the next level? Well, check out our new step-by-step, easy-to-use team kit to get your team from avoiding conflict to discovering the beauty in conflict. To learn more, go to www.thriving.com forward slash team kit. That's www.thriveinc.com forward slash T-E-A-M-K-I-T. Hi, this is Susan Clark, and today I'm coming to you on my own as I am in a period of finishing up year 2022 and moving into 2023, and I wanted to get on the call today to sort of talk about what I think is a really rich time for reflection and kind of a deeper dive into what's gone on in this past year. And then also moving using that reflection time to also begin to stimulate and stir what comes next? Where do I want to go? And right now we're coming through a period where we had some really incredible weather. Just a couple days ago, it was minus 30 degrees. That doesn't even include the wind chill factor. We were having tons of snow. Since then, we well, presently, we're kind of in the upper 30s, so that's a 60-degree change in temperature. That tells you something about what's happened. Everything that was beautiful, dusty, powder, snow is now slush and melting, and uh, it's, it's been a pretty wild time. Fortunately, we, we were stalled a little bit in our travel, but we were able to get back I know many people who were not so fortunate in their travel and either weren't able to get to where they wanted to go for the holidays or have been sort of stranded. So it's been a kind of a wild ending of this year in terms of weather and climate and things that are going on. So for me, though, this last week is really a great opportunity to sit down and think about what were the big events from this year? What were the things that stood out? And often there's some universal things, like there's no question that kind of this year for us was a real shift from where we had been during the period of COVID and kind of moving out into the world. I was a part of what's called Leadership Flathead here, which introduced me to a lot of things and is still continuing, introducing me to a lot of things I didn't even know about my own valley. And I can participate in leadership and be more a part of things. That's been a really rich program. I'm actually in my second year, but because of COVID, my first year was sort of cut in half. So it started last January and went to June. Now I'm in my second year and it's it's I'm really glad I've done it. It's been a great opportunity to get to know where I live, the people, other people who are not really in the same fields, have different interests. But I'm really beginning to appreciate that richness and possibility. Now, there's also other things that, on a global level, you know, we've this whole we've been in this situation with the war in the Ukraine and all sorts of things happen on a political spectrum, the reversal of road wave versus Roe, and all that that created. There's just been a lot of things that have gone on on the political level, on the global level, and I know for myself. Those things are important themes. I also know a lot of times there's not a great deal that I can do at that level. That's not the world in which I operate in, but I do try to kind of impact where I can. And some of the highs for me this year were, you know, I launched my book, Crazy Cracked, Warm and Deep. That happened last January at this time. And that was really special. And It's been. I've loved hearing from people, the impact the books had on them, some of the things that have come to me personally that people have shared, and I've continued to kind of enrich that process. I've on January fifth, I'm actually going to be doing a webinar where I'll be introducing kind of the next level of how you can take this book and use it in your own way to create your way of living crazy, cracked, warm, and deep. And uh, so that that was definitely a really big moment for me. I also was, we had some great client opportunities. We had a great trip to Chicago where we got to see, we worked with one of our clients who we work with on a regular basis, and it was really a rich time working with them. But we also got to see the Chicago Cubs at Wrigley Field. We went to a great Broadway play. That was really a a rich, fun time. We've decided that when we're traveling so much for work, as we go back into more travel now, that things have shifted. We want to make sure we include some kind of fun, playful things when we do that. And so we've been making sure we add that. We were in Austin, Texas, and we took, for the first time, we took one of the teams, the team we were working with on a rowing experience, which was really kind of neat to get out on the water. And I got to actually row with them. Chris Marie was in the back. You know, she might be, you know, get to, to get to go with the uh, row with an Olympian is a pretty special event. And so that was really fun. And we really saw how it was such a practical way of helping a team understand teaming dynamics. So hopefully we'll get to do that again sometime. Another thing this year, we were up at Haven for Come Alive and also Couples Alive in the summer. It was quite beautiful. It was really rich to be in a Come Alive. I haven't done that for a couple of years. It was a great group. So that was quite special. And one of my highlights in our work this year was We did a series, the Brain Series, which all started because we got to do an interview with Jill Bolte-Taylor, who I just love. She was amazing. And we actually got to do two interviews with her for this particular podcast series on the brain. But we also got to interview some amazing other people who are focused on various ways of working with the brain. Annie Hopper, who Chris Marie's done a brain series with, really excellent. Jennifer, I'm not thinking of Jennifer's last name right now. I hate it when I do that. But she the bullied brain. It's a great book as well. We interviewed Irene Lyon and I actually took her Smart Body, Smart Mind program, and it's been excellent. Uh, another person, Annie Throw, who is a Feldenkrais person who we met years ago in Seattle, and she does a great interview on the podcast. We also interviewed uh, Lawrence Cullen, who we've done Passion is Ease with for years. So that series, I think, is really special, and I, I would probably one of my favorite things this year to get to do. And if you haven't listened to it, I would strongly encourage you. You could go to Beauty of Conflict and, and see the series, the Brain series. Some other things that were really pretty exciting was we put together a great Mojo movie. It'll be coming out soon because we're going to do Mojo this year. And again, we had so much fun putting the video together. Things did not end up working out for Mojo this year in the way we wanted it to, but that was a highlight even still. I took Level Up 2, which was fun. It's a six-week program through my Equus coaching program. And it ended it at on site in Boulder, Colorado, where I got to stay with my friend Shepherd Lake. And it was just a I just really enjoyed it. It was a wonderful training. And so I was really grateful for that. And then applied to so many different things I was doing. So this is some of the richness that's coming out of the reflecting that I think. Everyone should do during this time, and sort of look at your week from the high points, the low points, what were the key learnings what what did you what would you like more of? What would you like less of in your life? I mean we also have had a lot of different experiences with our families, and that's been rich. you know my mom has is is doing well, but she's been challenged dealing with some dementia, and we had to move her into a different situation and but we started my sisters and I started regular sisters calls and that's been really good and been able to get her on the an iPad and we FaceTime just this Christmas she does a regular FaceTime call with her siblings they're all in their late 80s and 90s she's in her 90s and it's really kind of fun to jump on that call periodically and see them and see them connecting to each other. And that's something that came out of COVID. I I know a lot of people just prefer to be on person, but I'm so grateful for FaceTime and Zoom and meeting, meetups, teams, different ways to do work together, even if we can't be together in person. So I am very grateful for those opportunities. And family has been important. This year, my in-laws, Bill and Julia Camera, we just celebrated their 70th, seven zero 0 wedding anniversary. That is something that's quite remarkable. So we were fortunate enough to be able to get to Portland and be with them in person and then give them a, a special celebration of their 70th on Zoom, where because so much of the family that they have is spread over the country. So that was also very rich. I just encourage you to make sure you take some time to reflect, think about your year. What were the highs? What were the lows? What about friends, community, work? Where are your passions? You know, do that in by yourself. Do it in your couple. Do it in your family. Talk to friends. It's a great way to sort of just get more out of the year. Sometimes I pull up my calendar and I go through and look at it. And what that does for me is it starts to kind of really give me a lot of ability to kind of toil what's going on in my world, in my life. And then I can start to look at what I want to do going forward, what I want to do as I move into 2023. And one of the things that I get a lot of joy out of years ago when I was living and working up at Haven all the time, they used to have a program called Reflections. And one part of the program during Reflections was to pick a a word for the year. And I always, I I like that. I thought that was a wonderful way, something that, a word that would sort of resonate and inspire. Uh, And I, for me, I kind of developed a little little different in the sense of coming up with what I called my personal Mandela or my Mojo Mandela for the year. And thinking about what's my theme. and different times, it's been different things. You know, one, for a long time, really had a lot to do with writing the book and that was kind of my mission was to get this book out into the world and I finally have done that it took me a lot longer than I thought it was not a one-year project <laughs> but I really enjoyed creating that personal Mandela and so when you create a personal Mandela you think about a theme for the year it could be a word it could come from the word for the year and then begin to expand on it like one year our word was blooming and we it really became a lot about what we were doing in our business. And another year for me was bringing my mojo to Montana. And it really had a lot to do with creating programs here and a way of really solidifying my place here in Montana because I spent so much time traveling. And one of the things that always shows up on my Mandela has to do with creating community. And, and I think that was my word last year. It was. And what I realized, what really came to me as this year went on, was that I don't know that I'm ever going to really create that community, exactly what I think that means. Probably the closest I ever came when I was living on Gabriola and at Haven. But what I think it means to me now is what I've learned is I can create community in really rich ways fairly quickly, maybe for more short, intensive types of experiences. But those are little communities. And I actually am, really value being able to show up in them and be fully in them. And so community took on a whole different meaning to me this year. And I really felt like I was living it, having complete experiences in the communities that I got to be a part of, like a trip to Speary with the Speary women. And we actually are staying connected. We're doing other things going forward. And often when I'm working with a team up at Haven for a Come Alive, that's a very intense experience. and it's like building a little community. Or even Passionate Ease, which we've done for years, it became an online retreat. And I've connected to those people for the last, since COVID started and, and stayed connected to them. And so I'm appreciating now a broader definition of community. And even being a part of this leadership flathead has given me a chance to create community in here. And it's not like, constant community. It's little pockets of community coming together to do certain projects, certain things. So for me, that's been a really rich part of 2022. And I'm glad that I've come to some sort of satisfaction or fulfillment because I I think I always felt kind of like I was missing it. But now I feel like, no, I'm getting it. Yeah. Communities come together and then communities close. So I don't know what my word or my theme Or my Mandela is going to look like this year. But I wanted to kind of share this with you before the end of the year. And hopefully, if you're listening out there, you'll be doing some of your own reflecting. What were the key things that stood out to you this year? And if you did have a theme or a word from last year, how did that enrich your year? What's your intention going forward? Start to think about those things so that by the time January 1st comes around, you have some clarity About what you're moving into, and instead of resolutions, have that word, have that kind of mantra or your own Mandela that is something that's gonna carry you through. I know last year my kind of mantra for the year was open-hearted living, and I really kind of wanted to live open-heartedly in my wild woman wisdom, and that became sort of my motto. So I encourage you to think about that for yourself and. Love to hear from you. And Chris Marie will be back with me for our next podcast. But today, I just wanted to jump on and give you some things to reflect on before the year kicks off here shortly. Take care. Bye. Thanks for joining us. We hope you found today's episode valuable. We know you're busy, and we want to make it easy for you to understand how conflict may be showing up in a way that's impacting your team negatively. We recorded the first three chapters of our book for you to listen to for free. Get your free audio sample at thriveinc.com forward slash free sample. That's T-H-R-I-V-E-I-N-C dot com forward slash f r e e s a m p l e.